Yo, this is Nova Trifecta. I am Jimmy Fedor, aka Alias, aka Juicy J, all of the above. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Oh, you hear that note? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's up, Nova Trifecta? This is Santa Claus, aka Big Boy Troy, aka Kendall. I'm curious where the big boy Troy came from. That's my middle name, and have you seen me? I didn't know your middle name was Troy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just pretty good. Big he don't boy be listening. Troy. I actually call him Troy from time to time. You probably yeah, just don't be does. listening. He really does. Thought you just made something up. No. Hey, and I'm ignoring the best guest of all is my lovely wife, Lindsay. Well, I was going to bring her in on her own introduction, you know, but <laughs> since since you brought her in. Yeah, since you're so chauvinistic, uh, Kendall. <laughs> We have a very, very special guest, a repeat offender, uh, Lindsay Lady Beck. Say hello to the people. Hello. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Of course, this is the hey, special. Is she the first repeat guest? Yes. Yes. This is the special uh, Christmas episode. Oh, Mag Negro, what's up? I didn't introduce myself. I forgot. We all, we legit now. Oh, yeah, we legit. All right. Mag Negro. Um, how do you guys plan to spend your Christmas with COVID? How, how are you guys adjusting this Christmas uh, with everything that's going on? Kendall, Lindsay. Um, I know from experience, six years ago, Christmas time was the last holiday that we saw my dad. We did not know the events unfolding and that in the weeks that would come. And so I've looked at it like this. I don't know who's go not going to be there next year. You know, we lost my grandfather this year. Last year was his last Christmas. I had no idea it would be his last Christmas. Um, I understand the risk. Uh, my mother understands it. We have family that understands it. But you never know what's going to happen. We might get over COVID and other things going to happen. So I think it's important. Maybe you don't go all out and you don't have as many, you know, people in your house. But spend time with your loved ones this Christmas, and that's what we plan on doing. It's been six years. Yes, he died wow. in 2014. Uh, wow. He went in the hospital on January the 4th, and he never come out. He passed away on the 24th. So, wow. you know, that morning he come over, and we had uh, Christmas morning, had breakfast. My grandfather was with him. We opened presents. You know, we, we did not know those would be the last pictures that – that we would take my father. So I, I felt that way ever since. You never know. So I think the holidays, you know, even with COVID, we done Thanksgiving the same way. We were around everybody for Thanksgiving, you know, so. Yeah. That was a great man, a great man. What about, what about, uh, what about you, Shot? Uh, I don't think my family gonna get together uh, for Christmas. We didn't We didn't all get, to, get together for Thanksgiving either. My mom is 73. And my grandmother is 91. My mother doesn't look 73. She <laughs> looks about 53. <laughs> but but she is 73 years old. And I can understand her apprehension. Uh, my Great grandmother. Because you're not lying. She does not look 74. No, no. She, does, she doesn't look 73 at all. But oh, the truth okay. is, the reality, she is. Yeah, yeah. And so I can understand her apprehension. At first, I thought she was being a little melodramatic but then after you've seen how 
COVID affects people and, you know, it's, it's, it's bad on people, especially elderly people. So I can understand her apprehension. And my grandmama's 91. She doesn't really um, care as much because she just wants to be around family. But we kind of got to protect her too, protect her from herself a little bit. So we're not all getting together like we usually do. So it's going to be a weird Christmas because Christmas is still my favorite day of the year. Uh, I still look at it like I did when I was a kid. So I love Christmas. So it's going to be hard not spending Christmas around all my family. But, um, Sean, you know, will you at least go and see them like on Christmas Day? Will you pop in to say hello uh, or anything? I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably pop in, but we're not all going to, because we all yeah. usually gather up down my grandma's house at like yeah. 2 p.m., 1 p.m., 2 p.m. after presents have been opened and then the rest of the family, the cousins and the uncles and the aunts and all of them, we all gather up at my grandmother's house. We exchange gifts and, you know, everything like that. And we just make a whole night of it. But if I, it's not going to be like that this Christmas because they're not going to be wanting to get together and everything. So, yeah. and, oh, and I get it. I understand it. So yeah. it's just a weird year. It's a weird time. I mean, it's dangerous, but like you say, you never know, you know, yeah. but yeah. I know now, they, they not, if they my mother really get together. If my mother didn't want to do that, then I would, we would completely be fine with not, you know, not getting together, but she's all for it. And I think she kind of looks at it. She made a post not too long, you know, not too long, maybe a couple of days back about you never know who's going to be missing. You know, she's got brothers, sisters that, they have heart problems and health problems. And, I, you know, after losing my dad, she kind of looks at things different. And I, I think, you know, I think she's willing to take a risk on doing, you know. Yeah, Sean, does everybody in your family feel the same way? Or do some of them kind of want to get together still? Or is it like a collective decision? Well, um, I think it's a collective decision. Uh, I know my mom and my sister have been on it more than anybody you know, yeah. about the, the rules and, you know, staying away from social distancing, wearing masks, staying away from everyone. And like I said, when it first started, I kind of thought it, you know, they were being a little melodramatic about it. But then once you started seeing, I had, a you know, one of my favorite cousins that lost her dad. And, you know, I had another friend of mine lost her mom and things like that. So it's like, this thing is no joke. And so I, I get it. Yeah. I understand the apprehension but but for the most part, it's a it's a collective thought process. My grandma wants to see everybody though, but she's ninety one. You know, grandmothers they just want to be around family. To yeah. be honest, grandmothers just want to be around family, so she wants to be around everybody. But we also got to kind of protect her from from that that line of thinking too, because everybody probably doesn't need to be in the same house right now. I mean, so I mean that. I, I think it's a collective thing, but I'm gonna miss being around everybody. Yeah, I, that's what I love about Christmas. So I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it. If yeah. I could have if I could have taken a week off of work, so I could ensure that I wouldn't be around people at work. That way, I would be available on Christmas Day to actually go around everybody. But see, I've been at work. You know you. Yeah. You never know who came in work and who may have been exposed. I may have been exposed to somebody. You just don't know. This thing yeah. is so random and all over the place. You don't know. You know, you might have it and not know you got it. And then take it around 
your mom or grandma or uncle or aunt or somebody like that. So I don't know. It's just real tricky, but I'm going to miss being around people. Well, Thursday, we, um, uh, my family, we getting together for a Christmas party, but not too many people. Just a small little a little Christmas gathering where we exchanging gifts. Uh, if it gets too big, I'm going to gracefully bow out. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, on Christmas Day, I'm going to just be spending time with my son. I'm not trying to go around a ton of people. I've been keeping my head low through all this. The only people I've really been around is you guys. So, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to keep my head low until, you know, we can get this vaccine up and getting everything back together. So. As long as my kid's happy and he's smiling on Christmas, that's the only thing I'm worried about, you know, this particular Christmas. So, yeah. You know. See, that's your problem now. You're too good a father. That's your problem. <laughs> what you need to do is bail. Oh, man, bail. <laughs> Boo hoo. Sad story. Black American dad story. Black American dad story. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get Y'all can laugh this. at that, Lindsay, Kendall. We'll get I, I, you know, I want to be culture sensitive, so I didn't know because I was lying. Like... Facts are facts. Um, <laughs> um, we'll get into the meaning of Christmas a little later. Right now, I want to switch up gears and get into some movie stuff. Some of the best Christmas movie. Actually, we're going to do, you know, our favorite five Christmas movies. So I'm going to start with you, Shad. Give me, give me your five. Y'all Actually, give go, me two. Give me two, and we'll we'll go around that way, so you won't be, you know, going on a long spiel. So give me two at a time. Yeah, I was about to say how you wanted to do it. Um, number five for me uh, would be a Christmas story with Ralphie in uh, Red Ryder BB gun. Uh, that would be number five for me, mainly because it's a family tradition. Um, well, okay. So mainly because it's a, um, it's a family tradition to watch, um, a Christmas story. Um, me, my sister, my mom, my brother, we all watch a Christmas story. We can quote it line for line. Um, so it's a tradition. I probably could come up with some honorable mentions of Christmas movies that I actually enjoy more than a Christmas story, but it's such a tradition that I think that I, I I wouldn't feel right leaving it out of my five. So my number five would be a Christmas story and my number four would be uh, Home Alone, the original Home Alone movie. Uh, I know when I was about six or seven years old, I thought I was the black version of Kevin McAllister uh, <laughs> and I, want, I wanted to be him. Uh, I always thought it was cool you know, I had the, you know, the gun across his back and he kind of reminded me of Donatello from the Ninja Turtles. I thought he was cool. Everything he was doing was cool. He was eating ice cream. He was eating cookies. Hey, I lost audio. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Or, or Juicy, did you lose audio? No, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, number four would be Home Alone for me. So Christmas Story is number five. Number four is Home Alone. All right. Well, give me your two. Let's start with Lindsay. You go. Let's go with Lindsay. Give me your two, Lindsay. My two. Top two or bottom? However you want to do it. Well, start from start five. Start from to five, four. four. We'll go five, four, three, two, one. All right. So my number five would be um, the original Rudolph. 
you know, the little claymation that comes yeah. on every year. Like that just reminds me of Christmas time. Um, With I that remember... boy that look like Patrick on there. Yeah. You can't call Like old school Patrick. That is Patrick. Yeah. Um, that is my number five because when I was a kid, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of channels to choose from. And every single year, the like the basic what was it six channels they would show the holiday movies when it got closer to christmas and we would just wait for that to come on so when i see that i know you know it's christmas time because they would wait really close to christmas and it was just a big deal me and my sister would watch it together um my number four i would have to agree with shod and it would be home alone because i think every kid that watched that movie thought wow someone broke in my house like that's yeah. all the things that you would want to do and my favorite scene is probably like when when he sets up the house party scene you know yeah. and, and you see like he's got like michael jordan riding got on the, the michael train. jordan going around on the train i mean that is genius like it is. you think you would be that cool at that age to do all that like yeah. that would be me obviously you think that but so yeah i would definitely agree number four is home alone for sure it's a part in the movie where he goes out and like he goes out off his steps and he's like, I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I always would like to think when I was a kid, I always wanted to think that I would be brave enough to do that. You know yeah. that would happen if somebody was actually trying to break in the house. But I, he was my hero for a long time. He was my hero. And the furnace I mean, scene, you cannot count that. That was a scary scene. It was, it was. Yeah. Like, we all had a fear like that, an irrational fear like that as a kid. Yeah. And that was so real, like that furnace coming to life. And yeah. This is a and, good and, and, and then when he broke it down, when he was talking to the old man in the, in the church and he broke it down and he was like, it's bothered me for years, but I know now that it's all in my head. Like <laughs> he made a lot of things come to, come to real, you know, made me realize a lot of stuff when I was a kid. Like, yeah, oh, that thing ain't that bad. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. Kendall, All right. big boy, Troy. All right, Kendall, your two. What's your, what's your two? Uh, number five is going to be A Wonderful Life. Um, Old school. Yeah, yeah. really like that movie. like it a lot. You know, puts a lot of things in perspective. So number five is A Wonderful Life. And, uh, of course, number four has got to be I'm, – I'm right there with y'all, man. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. You know, my favorite scene of all is when he orders the cheese pizza and he, you know, he watches that movie that he's not supposed to watch. And, you know, he like plays that scene, puts, you know, puts firecrackers in a, you know, firecrackers in a little pot yeah. and everything and yeah. keep the change, you filthy animal. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and he, you know, he played that movie so much and it was, yeah. just, but what was funny was, I kind of felt like Kevin, there was movies like my dad wouldn't let me watch because they were like real stout, he would say. And I would like sneak and watch them and I'd be like, oh my God, they just killed a man. Like killed him, killed. So yeah. like I I kind of felt like Kevin, you know, when he, he like got scared, you know, put his eyes over it. I mean, yeah. they were just, you know, just had the Tom gun just going to town on somebody. So, and then of course, man, everybody be left alone and like, you know, they wanted they they wanted to uh they wanted to set up a house like that and destroy the bad guys. Yeah. So it's number five, a wonderful life. Number four, home alone. 
it's not a kid that grew up in the 90s in our era that couldn't relate to Kevin McAllister. Black, white, yeah. it didn't matter. Like, every kid could relate to Kevin McAllister. You could relate to him putting his hands over his eyes watching the movie he shouldn't have watched. You could relate to his desire to watch movies that his parents wouldn't let him watch. You yeah. could relate to him ordering cheese pizza. You could relate to the BB gun. You could relate to him being afraid when the burglars first showed up. You could relate to him going down and, the you know, everything scaring him downstairs. You could relate to something in that if you were a kid in that era. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. My number five. Well, okay. I want to preface this by uh, <laughs> I, I'm low key a violent individual <laughs> when it comes to movie and just life in general. Low key, low key. So don't judge me by my my Christmas movies. Really, really. Uh, my number five <laughs> is gonna be Die Hard. Now, <laughs> Die Hard. The age, is, old, the age old debate. The age old debate is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, it's a story about love, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> but yeah, Die Hard, it's, it's, if you haven't seen it, I mean, you got to watch it. It's action. It got uh, Steve Urkel, um, neighbor in it. <laughs> Reginald Vale Johnson, don't ask me how I remember his name, but I do. <laughs> it's got Danny Glover. No, 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 not in the original Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's Lethal Weapon. I'm thinking Lethal Weapon. Yeah. My bad, no, yeah, yeah, Die Hard, Bruce Willis. Never mind, I was thinking yeah, Lethal Bruce, Weapon, Bruce Willis, yeah. yeah. And my number four is uh, <laughs> Bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the funniest movies I ever seen. It is <laughs> so, like, and, and I'm kind of going by movies that I've watched the most, like, I've watched yeah. repeat, 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 and and Bad Santa is one of the funniest, most original movies I've ever seen in the first, uh, you know, when I actually seen it. But I've never seen a Christmas movie like that as vulgar, as funny, as... Yeah. But you know what? It had a lot of warm moments in it, too, even though he was a piece of shit. It was a lot of <laughs> warm moments <laughs> in that. But it was a lot of other stuff that in between. And it had uh, Bernie Mac in it. It had John Ritter in it. You know, rest in peace to those gentlemen. Uh, two legends, uh, but but yeah, th those are my two. That's good. That's the, that's two good ones. It's back on you, uh, Mac Negro. Uh, so we going number three. Okay, go, go my ahead, number. You know, get get two more. Go go three and two. Yeah. Okay. Go, go mm -hmm. Uh, my when I was during this process of trying to figure out what they were, this is when it got real tough for me because mm -hmm. my top. Th my top three Christmas movies could easily, like if I was making a top 10 movie list, favorite movie list, my top three Christmas movies easily could make the top 10. That's how much all three of them mean to me because they represent, you know, significant moments in different parts of my childhood. So my number three would be the original Santa Claus uh, movie with Tim yeah. Allen. Yeah. That, that, that's my number three. I can remember um, feeling like Charlie, you know, <laughs> Can when you, I was a kid, did, can you refresh up. my memory on that? Did, didn't he kill Santa Claus accidentally? Did, did he Santa die? Claus, Santa Claus, Santa fell, Claus off fell off the roof. Okay, well, why, why Santa, did he? Why did he have? Because whoever found that card had to be like okay. he, it was the claws yeah. that he had to. If so you like, put on the suit, if you put on the yo, yeah, yeah that's right. You put, on, you put yeah, on, yeah, the you put on the suit. So you put Santa's on the suit. like knocked out. 
And to be honest with you, I always thought that it was a little cruel that they absolutely <laughs> ruined uh, Tim Allen's life by turning him into Santa Claus against his will. Like, yeah. he did not want to be Santa Claus. Like, they completely ruined his life. Like, I don't think so. I think it made him a better person. Becoming it Santa did, Claus. It did make him a better person, but he didn't want that at the beginning. And I'm like, you shouldn't make somebody do something against their free will if they don't want to do it. I'm going to tell you, I always wanted a pair of them silk pajamas with my initials oh, on Oh, yeah. You know, he, had, had he woke up Christmas yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott Calvin. Scott Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. But with me, I always thought it was such a heartwarming movie because at its core, it was really just about a father trying to find some kind of connection with his son. Yeah. And he found the connection with his son through Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. It's got a lot of heart yeah. in it, you know. So I always was connect. I always connected to the heart of the movie, um, the connection that he was able to build with his son through Christmas. I always thought that was a special movie. So that's one of my favorite movies, period, of all time. Like I can remember being a kid on the couch, being ten years old, watching that movie on Christmas Eve with my dad and my brother and sister and mom and everything like that. So that's one of my all-time favorite movies, but number three on my Christmas list. And number two is gonna be the all-time classic classic National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay, okay. Uh, me and my brother can absolutely <laughs> recite every single line in that movie, and we do it every single Christmas. <laughs> Clark, you don't mind me asking, how much you set you back? Set you back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bend over, I'll show you where to put it. <laughs> Hey, Griswold, what you think you're going to do with a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. What? I was talking to her. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> word for word. But, but you know, it's, it's another one of those kind of like a Christmas story where it's like you probably could pinpoint a couple of Christmas movies that's actually better from front to back, but it's such a tradition you know, it turned into such a tradition that it's like, I could not imagine having a top five without it there. I, I literally know every line in the movie. Me and my brother do it every single year. So it's no <laughs> way I could have the top two without having Christmas Vacation. That's dope. That's dope. What about you, uh, Lady Beck? So number three for me is Christmas Vacation because... I think like when you get your family together, you can kind of see characteristics of each person in that. Like you can oh, pinpoint yeah. them. And I've always said, if you don't know who your cousin Eddie is, then you are cousin Eddie. I mean, you like, are cousin Eddie. If you can't pick out in your family who cousin Eddie is, yeah, that's you, baby. I'm sorry, but yeah. you're cousin Eddie. So yep. number three is Christmas Vacation. Um, my favorite scene is probably I love the scene where he gets trapped in the attic. And he starts watching that old yeah. film, you know, yeah. like that is just, it really does. It's a funny movie, but it has heartwarming scenes. Like yeah. it just does. So yeah. number three is Christmas Vacation. I can't let the Christmas season go by without watching it. And honestly, to be honest, like if it's on, we record it like on our DVR and I'll watch it through the year. Like that's, it's a good movie. I can watch yeah. Christmas Vacation through the year. Um, my number two, and this is where it gets so hard for me. Because number two and number one, like it's one of those. They can go back like, and forth. Yeah. 
number two, number one. So I'm gonna, I hate it. Number two is Elf. I'm sorry. Damn. Like, it's Elf. Number two oh, is Elf. I know. <laughs> like, that movie to me, like, watching that movie and watching the way that he views Christmas through, I mean, he's viewing it through an elf's eyes, but honestly, it's through a kid's eyes. Like, yeah. as a grown man watching it, and it's just, I love that movie so much. And number two for me is Elf. Like, Will Ferrell, and like, they have the documentary now on, on Netflix about it. I don't know if y'all have watched a it. Doc about the about it. It's a documentary about it. I haven't seen it. I mean, it. it's, yes. not, it's like, it's called like Christmas movies that made you. That made you. And oh, they talk okay. about the behind the scenes. And it's so okay. neat. Like, on the, I didn't know this, and I'm going to tell y'all this because it's kind of cool. But when they're filming on the streets in New York, they're like guerrilla style filming. So, all the people you see, like Will Ferrell's going up to random strangers yeah. walking on the street. Like when you see yeah. the guy that looks like Santa Claus in the red suit, and he runs right. up and he's like, Santa, oh, and then he walks off. Like that's that's, real. that's, that's a real that's, person. That was a lot, oh, wow. <laughs> so, wow, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, number two is Elf for me. Like I just said that. And like my, oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite scene in Elf is when he's finally going to go to New York, right? He's going to New York to find his dad. And so he walks through, you know, he gets on the iceberg and he's going to cross the sea, right? And all of a sudden, who comes out to tell him by the Norwal? And he goes, bye, yeah. buddy. Hope you find your dad. Like, that's yeah. like the best. And that reminds me of Kendall. Like, <laughs> like, like, this is Mr. Norwal. But anyways, yeah, number two is Elf for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good one that's one of my sister's favorites i watch it because i watch it because she watches it but but that's one of her favorites yeah that's a good one uh so like number three for me is um number three for me is uh jack frost okay not 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 the scary one but the you know the jack frost with michael keaton you know, yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. and my favorite line in there is when that punk and him start kind of like he always gives him a hard time, but like you know, like he's like, man, I've really got to get my dad to fresh powder, like he's gonna melt, and that it showed that kid's like he understood what it was like not to have a dad, and he was like, you know, a snow dad's better than no dad, you know. Yeah. That that whole movie was just like. Charlie, and the, well, I can't, I can't think of the kid's name. I just drew a blank. But, but it, you know, him and his dad are like best friends. They're connected through hockey. Uh, I mean, just you know, it just, it just, it's a lot of stuff that kind of hits home with me in yeah. that movie. And, and and so like, I can't watch it without crying now. Um, you know, but it's such a good movie. It, it really yeah. is. Like it, even if you haven't lost a parent. Or even if you, you know, you got great pants or still alive, like watching that movie is like, it's so good. Like, it's so good. He finally, like, you know, at the end, he comes back and like, he lets them know that, hey, I've got to go, but you're going to be okay. You're going to make it through. Life's going to go on. You need to go and live your life. And, yep. you know, and I just, I, it's just such a, it's such a good movie. That's, yeah, that's be number three. That's Do really I, an amazing movie. It's probably, uh, one, one of the best plots to a yes. Christmas movie that I've ever seen. Like that that movie is is really 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 amazing. Like yeah, I love Jack Frost. I almost had put it in my my top five, 
But yeah, that's a that's a great one, great one. A lot of people ain't seen Jack Frost or probably don't remember it, but it was a great, great movie. Yeah, and so then um uh so my my number two, uh my number two is going to be the Christmas vacation. You know, I just it's it's so many good one liners in there. And it's oh, just, it is. I mean it, it may is, have the best know. lines in the history of comedy movies. And, and then you know, Clark, like he's got this plan for the for the for the Christmas bonus and that you know that that's just hilarious, man. To me, right now, the best meme going around is that you know the the meme comparing our six hundred dollars stimulus check to what Chris oh. when he got that, he got that <laughs> membership to the fruit jelly club and everything. Yeah. Like he had all these plans and everything, and I'm yeah. sure there was like a lot of people out there that was banking on this next stimulus check to yeah. do some things and yeah. <laughs> come out and say it's six hundred. Uh, you know. Well, what it, about what about when Eddie when Eddie tells him, uh, Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving okay. the whole year round. <laughs> that it is, Edward. That it is. <laughs> and he's sipping the he's sipping it. And he's like, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's, good. it's, it's, <laughs> it's so funny because it's relatable. Because those it are the issues that you'll have with your actual then that goes back to what Lindsay was saying. Those are conversations and moments that you actually have with your family. Yeah. yeah. You have moments yeah. like yeah. that. So I think that's why when you watch that movie, it's so funny because you start yeah. each family member in the specific scenes with yourself inside your head. Because you know that it, it you every year on Christmas, you're going to see a family member that you did not expect to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go, a yeah. family member is going to pop up that you did not expect to see. And that is exactly how Clark looked at Eddie when he showed up outside. <laughs> it's like, if, if I woke up in the morning with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> Where in the world did you come? How did you get <laughs> Oh, that is oh. the funniest scene. Like, that is yeah. hilarious. Oh, and I like the scene too where, uh, this is funny, um, the neighbors, the next door neighbors, Margo and Todd. Oh my yeah. God, Margo and Todd. And she was I like, don't know, Margo. Why's the floor all wet? <laughs> I don't, I know, don't Margo. know, Margo. Cause she really, and you know the crazy thing is, women are like that for real. Now she started blaming that man for the floor being wet. He was gone with her. He had no idea how the floor was wet. Because I don't know how it was wet either. No, what are you mad at me for? It's the guy's fault. Normally. It's, it's always something is always the guy's fault. That's the problem. Yeah. Why is the floor all wet, Todd? I don't I know. I don't know, Margo. <laughs> it is, no. it's, a it's a hilarious movie. It is. It's a hilarious movie. Even when like my favorite line in the movie is probably when Uncle Lewis comes in and um, he's talking about the, the gifts and and he's like, uh, what did we get you last year or something like that? And Clark's like, nothing. And then Uncle Lewis was like, damn it, Bethany, he guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't bring you nothing this year because I didn't bring you nothing last year. I'm going to say the genius of that movie is it is just a dad 
wanting to make the holidays perfect. It is. And no plan ever goes the way you plan. Nothing ever yeah. goes to plan. Yeah. Everything you plan, something you got always a family happens. that big, it is yeah. never going. Ne we, yeah. we know from experience, when you yeah. got a family that big, yeah. it's, you yeah. know. And all he wants at the end of the day is to make his house light up and make the neighbors, yeah. I mean, just make everyone happy. He wants yeah. to make everyone happy. Yeah, he does. He does. So. And it's just, it, the funny part is watching him slip in the madness throughout oh, yeah. the whole thing. That's the yeah. funny part. But the, the best, most heartwarming part is at the end, after he got through throwing a fit, his dad came and talked to him and said, you too good a father to act like this. Yeah. You know, and, and he asked his dad, how'd you get through all of this? When all our Christmases were a wreck, how'd you get through it? And his dad's like, Jack Daniels. It was just a, a joke. <laughs> but it was a moment that he shared with his dad. And yeah. his dad said, it's your Christmas. You do it now. I'm retiring. And that's yeah. the most heartwarming. That's the great thing about those old movies. They had so much heart in them. Yeah. They just had a lot of heart. But it's an all-time great movie. Hey, I like watching them like, like a lot of these movies, when you watch as a kid, they're the type of movies like you relate to them as a kid, but then you get older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you start seeing stuff that you missed. Yeah. And little tidbits of stuff that you come to realization when you get older. Yeah. And you're like, I know how that feels. You know, yeah. uh, you know, that's just, I mean, that it, it just is with all those old movies. So, Juice, what about you, man? All right. Well, actually, I got Marcel here. He. Oh my God! Damn. He popped in. We got we got a pop in first time offender, and I wanted to ask him. You know what was his favorite? You know Christmas movie growing up. Being he only eighteen now, so uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie growing up? All he'd have had is trash Christmases though in this era. <laughs> he ain't had no good ones. He don't remember the good one. Oh man. My favorite is Home Alone. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Home Alone. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Why you like Home Alone so much? Because like it's just like one of the movies that we always watch when we were younger. Like, I always liked it. That one in Polo Express. He right. The rest of them we got is pretty garbage. They don't, they don't match with me. The oldest, oldest. <laughs> yeah. He, pick, he picked my my honorable mention, which is Polo Express. Yeah, and actually that's my number three too. Uh, you know, Home Alone is my number three. For obvious reasons. I mean, Home Alone is almost the perfect. It's a lot of plot holes in there because how you forget your child, that's number one. Yeah. You, um, you got one. Yeah. You have one. It can happen. We've got four. It can seriously happen. Seriously happen. Yeah. So it can happen. Oh, it yeah. It can happen. How yeah, many but it happen twice. <laughs> Kendall, Kendall's lost ours everywhere. I'm talking. <laughs> But they, it can happen. I can see where it can happen. They got out the state. <laughs> but they did a hit. They got on an airplane. They the neighbor, Murphy. They did. They did. They but counted for Somebody got to notice that, that he's not there. Like, you know what I mean? He ain't Get you a couple more and come back and talk about that. But, but that was the problem. He, he, was he was invisible to everybody in that family. They, was, they really mistreated him. That's he was a, yeah, he was a real brat, too. But he was a brat because he just wanted attention. That's well, they mistreated him. They treated him. They mistreated Kevin, though. Yeah. I was always yeah. pissed off at his family because they mistreated They didn't listen to him. Buzz was the troublemaker in the whole Oh, movie. Buzz was awful. I mean, Buzz is all-time funny, 
but Buzz was awful. <laughs> Buzz was awful. I agree. I agree. And and the fact that he had a defense like he did against <laughs> against robbers, I don't understand how he had that level of intellect and uh, <laughs> that level of uh, that level to put booby traps all around his house. Like, yeah. how did the kid think of all that and wasn't scared. He wasn't scared. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, my I love I love Home Alone. Um, I'm one of the few people that like Home Alone three too. By the way, with no. Alex Wins. No. Jump. Jump. Because no. <laughs> you never have made that movie ever. I, I actually nope. liked it. I was excited. Home Alone was without Macaulay Culkin and the Sticky Bandits just it don't, don't work. It does not work. work. I am about seven years younger than y'all, so I mean, I guess when well, I was first off, that's a lie. <laughs> now I'm already done with that. All right. My number <laughs> my number two is uh Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, the original one. Rudolph yes. the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, hey, Rudolph had everything, didn't it, Lindsay? Oh yeah. A story of courage, love, yes. trust, friendship. Yeah. Overcoming bullies. You said what? Overcoming bullies. Overcoming bullies. Uh, yeah. the they uh, had a villain in it, the Yeti. Oh. I mean, it had it had everything, and you know, it's one of those movies that it takes it, it takes me back to when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Every Christmas, a unbeatable villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got Yeti up in that thing. <laughs> it takes me back to when I was young because I watched it every single Christmas. I remember being in Inslee watching it. I remember being, you know, um, in the projects when I watched it. It just takes me back to a happy time when, you know, I was a child and I really, really loved, couldn't wait to open my gifts and all that good stuff. So yeah, for that reason alone, and I've, I've watched it a million times and uh, oh boy, it look like Patrick. Oh, identical. <laughs> Yukon Cornelius, baby. Yukon Cornelius look just like Patrick, but Shout out to Patrick. But yeah, that's 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 my number two. Drum roll. We're gonna go around and give our number. <laughs> that's a that's a nod to Christmas vacation, in case you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, laughing. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um uh, what's your number one, Mac Negro? My all-time favorite Christmas movie is again my top. Those top three that I've the top the last two that I've named are two of my favorite movies, period, of all okay. time. And this is definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Okay. Oh. That's my that's my all my I all did not time see that coming. No, yes. I didn't either. Did my all time. Well, I told you that Kevin McAllister was my like. If off the top of my head, if I'm picking favorite 90s characters, Kevin McAllister is probably number one. He's probably number one for all time favorite 90s character. Like, I I, I gotta disagree. I think your number one's gonna be Topanga, then Kevin McAllister. Topanga was my number one heartthrob. That's the truth. (laughs) But if I gotta pick my favorite character from the 90s, it's, it's probably yeah. Kevin McAllister because I saw myself in it. I, mm-hmm. I like everything he was doing. He met Donald Trump before we found out who he was. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, got the ride, in the hotel. he got the ride in the limo. 
He had a cheese pizza. He used he was uh uh eating ice cream. And I'm about cookies. to say he ordered that big old Sunday in the hotel. How cool he did? Was that? He had a big yeah. He had ice cream. He had cookies. Uh, he got to go diving in the pool. His family oh, wasn't yeah. his family wasn't around him. Like it was like my every one of my favorite drink. scenes though. Shot that I, is it one? It might, I think it's a number one. It might not be a number two. Yeah, never mind. It's a number one. When he's shaving, singing "I'll Have a White oh, Christmas," yeah, yeah. and he hit that that aftershave. I, oh my god! Because I remember my dad having that green bottle of brute aftershave on yeah. uh, on like it, and I I remember like putting some of that on my face after that movie, and it burned for real. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, that stuff was stout. And yeah. Kevin McAllister don't get the credit for being okay. So master tactician in war. Yes, got, like Captain America. You got. You got Cap, you got Achilles, <laughs> you got Leonidas, and then you got Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah. I saw a meme that said Kevin McAllister grew up to be soft. <laughs> what? <laughs> grew up to be soft. Oh, man. <laughs> that like, dark. Yeah. <laughs> but he was already dark because that's the reason why I love Home Alone 2 so much. I used to love it so much and laugh at it so hysterically when I was a kid. My mom actually would tell my big brother to put it up so I could stop watching it because it was violent. Like, that's how much I used to watch that movie and how much I used to laugh at it. Kevin was already dark. Kevin hit Marv in the face with a brick about five times straight. Marv should have been dead. He should have had brain damage. That is one of my all-time favorite scenes in any movie yes. in cinematic history is yes. like Kevin McAllister just just launching these bricks yes. down at Mars face. And <laughs> Harry keep going, come on, kid, throw another one. And Mars is just keep <laughs> on the ground like, Harry, I, 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 I. And he just hey, the in the same spot on his yes. forehead five times with a brick. Like the accuracy, made. the accuracy on the brick throw. Oh he had to, he had to go. He had to grow up and be a college cool, uh, QB. He, he had look to. if you if you pay attention to it, the precision that he was dropping, <laughs> <laughs> the precision in the poise that Kevin uh, was dropping the bricks off the balcony with, he didn't miss. <laughs> Marv is a grown man and he tried to throw it at Kevin at the end of the movie and he couldn't hit him. He was way off. Like he was too emotional. He threw it too hard. Kevin was poised. Kevin yeah. was like, I'm about to kill these niggas today. Like, y'all ain't messing with kids on Christmas. No, it's not happening. Then he electrocuted Marv. Marv oh, that that's, that's the funniest part in the movie. Yeah. Rashad, I have a question. Okay, here's my question. In Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, in your opinion, in your opinion, who took the brunt of everything? Was it Harry Mark. or was it Mark? Now, in the first one, though, I think, I, you don't think Harry, you don't think Harry in the first one? He lost his gold tooth. And he did lose his tooth, but when Mark stepped in that window and stepped on all those light bulbs, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, I'm going to kill that kid! Like, that yeah. was good. Yeah, you do but Harry had his hair. He, Harry's <laughs> had his head blown. Man. I mean, like, and, and he grabbed torched. the doorknob. Then he grabbed the doorknob. 
You Kevin put Kevin put a, a poisonous. Well, Kevin put a tarantula on Mars face. Yeah. Like, hey, you know they say that was like an actual like shot. Like Mar was definitely afraid of that spider, and that wasn't so. They just like dropped it on him. That's a real blind reaction to a spider that he was afraid of wow. being dropped on him. Wow, that I was didn't his know that. Real reaction. I would have killed him. Because <laughs> they put it right on his face. Like, yeah, yeah. But Home Alone two to me, between Marv getting hit in the face four or five times with bricks, <laughs> getting electrocuted and falling off the top floor on uh, like, his head you know, in kerosene. No, that was Harry. Oh, that, that was, was Harry. Harry. And he got his oh, head yeah, in Harry. kerosene. His head, he yeah. caught his that beanie on fire, okay, okay. and then that's when he put his head in the kerosene. And, and one of the most underrated parts of the movie to me that nobody ever talks about is at the end when they're climbing down the rope, and 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 Marv yes. is like, Marv is like, Harry, you you got an aftershave, and yeah. Harry's like, that's not aftershave, that's kerosene. <laughs> and Marv, Marv was like, he was so sarcastic with it. He was like. Now, who would soak a rope in kerosene? <laughs> Maybe this little miscreant that's been trying to kill you for the last hour. Maybe you should get off the rope. Get a, you shouldn't have got on the rope at all. And they, then he just lights can. the rope on fire. Like, that. that is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. But again, at its core, the heart of it is why it's my favorite Christmas movie. Well, I got because a question for you. I got a question for you before we move off that movie. What about the pigeon lady? What 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 did you think about the interaction between him and the pigeon lady? Well, Kevin was always so great with meeting random people. It's 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 funny because he he wasn't great with he wasn't great with his family, but he was great with meeting people and relating to people that other people didn't like or or didn't accept. And, and so he was great at giving them advice and they gave him advice and he let that catapult him into doing what he thought was the right thing and that was stopping the bad guys on Christmas. That's yeah. what turned him into the hero. Yeah. Pigeon lady told him to go out and, you know, do a good deed. So he went out and he done a good deed. He didn't have to do that. He was in New York. They didn't know where he was. He didn't have to do that. He went in there and threw the rock through the glass and set off the alarm and made them chase him and he took them back so they could get booby trapped and I think he he set out to kill them. Like, <laughs> yeah. They should have died. But again, the part that I was getting to about the heart is, and my favorite scene in that movie is this a part where Kevin's in his hotel room and it looks like he's gotten everything he's wanted. He's gotten away from his family again. He's He's got the room service. He's eating the ice cream, eating the cookies. And then the song starts playing in the back. I think Christmas Star, I think. It starts playing in the background. And he goes to the window and he he says to his mom, good night, mom. And then it shows his mom and his mom is saying, good night, Kevin. And it's like, at that point in the movie, he's just a little boy that misses his mother. Yeah. And out of all of his bravado and out of all of his bravery and his cunning and heroic as he is, <laughs> At that point in the movie, he's just a little boy that misses his mom. And yeah. so it, it's it's heart there. Again, once again, it's a lot of heart there in that movie. So yeah, that's my all-time favorite. That, that's my GOAT Christmas movie. That's what's up. That's great mm -hmm. stuff. That's great stuff right there. All right, uh, Lindsay, uh, what about you? What's your number, num numero uno? 
My number one, and I, it's so hard, like I said, because Elf is right there with it. Like, I don't want to leave Elf out because it's almost like they share hand in hand for me. But my number one, and it just goes back to the nostalgia of it, like what it means for me, because every single year when this movie comes on, it comes on on Christmas Eve and it doesn't go off until Christmas Day. And we let it go on 24 hours. I mean, we it stays on our TV while we open presents. I do while too. We eat breakfast. I mean, it's a Christmas story. Yeah. And it's only because that has been a tradition with me since since I was in school. Like it would come on TBS right yep. at Christmas Eve at 6 p.m. This has been going on for years and it wouldn't years. go off until Christmas Day at like six o'clock PM, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost the same that's the time. And it was 24 hours of Christmas story and it legit played on the TV. Nobody changed it. Yep. And we would take naps to it and we would wake up to it and it would still be going on. So Christmas story is number one. And like I said, I hate to do that to Elf, but it's number one for me just because that is Christmas time. Like I know when that movie's yeah. on, we're about to open presents. We're about to eat Christmas breakfast. Like it's yeah. about to go down. So Ralphie, Christmas come story. back. Come back, Ralphie. Ralphie, oh, come yeah. back. Yeah. Ralphie, Ralphie. <laughs> Ralphie, come back. Come back, Ralphie, come back. You know, I, I can relate. I can relate to his old man now. <laughs> I understand where he was coming from, and I don't got kids. Yeah. My favorite part is when he's cursing at the dogs. Oh man, I love it. No, 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 no. My favorite part. My favorite part is uh, either the lamp when he goes out with the neighbors, and the neighbors like Sam Hell. You say you want it, like. <laughs> When he's yeah. telling his neighbor, he it was it's a major <laughs> award. Sam Hill, you say you won it like that, but probably Fragile is probably Fragile. tonight, Fragile. tonight, tonight, hot film tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember the part I'm talking about? Yes. Like yes. when it, when he's like tonight, 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 hot film tonight. <laughs> You know, he thought he was going to win a bowling alley. He did. He did. He was going to win a bowling alley. I, I, think that, like, I, I think that says fragile, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Fragile. Yeah. It is so true. Because it's they so say, true because I'll mispronounce words. Like, I don't yeah. know how to spell. So I will, and she, she knows them. Like, no, I'm saying the part to me that hits now like nothing else in that whole movie is. Mom never had a hot meal. <laughs> like that is so. Oh yeah, true. yeah. Like is that as a mother? No. Yeah. You, hey, can I have some more? Okay, and so you get right back yeah. up and you go and do it. Like that yeah. is so real now to yeah. me. Like that hits me different now. <laughs> well, you know what hits me different is when his when he said the curse word and they asked him where'd you learn to talk like that, and in his mind he's saying, "Now I heard my old man." Oh man. <laughs> around them all of the time. Like, cusses the dogs out, everything. Like, that's hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's good. That's the number one is Christmas story. I know, I mean, like, 
I know what it is. I mean, it it, it is what it is, but it's the yeah. nostalgia of it. It's the heart it of the is. movie. It's Ralphie wanting a gift and then not knowing if he's going to get it. He's facing everybody. Nobody wants to admit, you know, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. You're too young for that. And then yeah. after all the presents are opened, you know, and he's sitting around and dad was like, you know, Ralphie, did you get everything you wanted? And yeah. he wasn't going to, but he wasn't mad or anything. At this point, he was just like, yeah, you know, and, yeah. I, and he's like, maybe next year. And then, and then I love, this is what I love. I love that dad was like, why don't you go look, you know, over there? Yeah. And mom has no idea what's going on. Like she's sitting there looking at him like, what did you do? Like, what yeah. did you do? Yeah. Like that is just, I love it. I just love that movie. So that's and, my number know, one. And you know, the crazy thing about it is, Again, what's so great about these Christmas movies with all this family and everything and these heartwarming moments, the reason why we love them so much is because we all can relate to something all in relate. all of them. Mm -hmm. And so we've all experienced what it was like to be happy on Christmas morning, but also be slightly disappointed that it was one thing you wanted that one you thing. didn't get. And so we know what Ralphie felt like in that moment, yes. but we also understand how understand what it was for dad for dad to tell him yes no it's something in the corner for you now yeah you didn't yeah. know it was there it's something i got because i wanted to see what your face was going to look like and that was what surprised. i was about to say rashad because as being parents now as a parent you don't want to give your kids everything they ask for because yeah. that turns them into terrible rotten kids and you don't really want to do that but at the end of the day when your kid wants something and you're able to do that for them and to be a parent and to feel that in yeah. your heart. And you have to think like, and this goes on a whole whole other level, like when our heavenly father is able to do things for us, like, can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. I mean, it's just like that. It's that same feeling of, yeah. it just warms you. Like it's, yeah. it's so selfless. It's nothing, but it's just yeah. to watch the reaction and to know yeah. that you did, you know what I mean? Like, it's, and yeah. see, I, so, I don't, I don't, I don't have any kids, but I just remember like wanting to have that surprise and my my parents' joy, my dad's joy yeah. in giving me a surprise every year. Like he always wanted to give me something that I didn't think I was going to get. Yeah. And to this day, like my, my mom, my dad's passed away, passed away three years now, but my mom and my sister and my brother and them, I'm still the baby. So they know that I feel like one surprise. Something yeah. that I didn't know. It, you know, it's, it's not gotta be grandiose like it was when I was a kid. But yeah. it's something that my mom still knows how important it is to me that yeah. I get something on Christmas that's a little bit of a shock. And yeah. she always makes an effort to still do that because she knows that it just still means a lot to me to get a surprise on yeah. Christmas. It's always oh, yeah. been like that. So. I, that, even even at seventy three, man, you're the baby still. So exactly. I can imagine at seventy three, I'm gonna get my baby son. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I, the number, my number one is the elf. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's your number one. I can watch it all through the year. I love that movie. And you know, here's another fact about it: they offered Will Ferrell twenty. Will, Will Ferrell. 25 million dollars to do a number two 
And he said, no, one is perfect. It doesn't need a sequel and shut it down. And wow, so I, I, didn't I, know just, that. I mean, that, that, that movie is just so, it's, it's so fun. It's just so yeah. funny. It's so good. It's funny. It just, I, I, I love it to death. Uh, can I throw an honorable mention in there though? Go ahead. Yeah. Cause I'm going to throw an honorable you, mention. Okay. Y'all have got, if you guys haven't seen it, and for our listeners, if you haven't seen it, you need to get to Netflix and watch Jingle Jangle, one of the best Christmas yeah. movies I have seen in a very, very long time. You like the it's got singing and seen. dancing. It's yeah. got a predominantly black cast, and it is so good. It, it is you you will like it once you watch it. It is so good. Uh, with me and Lindsay and, and and our baby, we watched it. Uh, we watched it the other night, and man, it was one of the best, one of the best Christmas movies I have seen in a very long time. That's very very long time. All right. Well, my number one is not going to be a popular number one. Um, my number one is Jingle All the Way. I love it. Hey, oh, okay, so cool man. That's my old classic. Jingle all the way is. I had an infatuation with action figures when I was a young boy, so like that's why I connected with that movie. Like they tried to do all this to get this one particular action figure, and now as a father, I can appreciate it because I would do exactly what Arnold did, what exactly what Sinbad did to get that toy for my kid. Now, I wouldn't go to the extremes that they did, but yeah. getting out there and doing what I needed to do to get that toy for Isaac, I would do. And like, well, we that, just went all over the other day. We just done it. We did. We exactly. We, we had to go around looking for his gift. <laughs> we had to go around looking for his gift until I found it. So, yeah. And, and another thing I love about that movie was underrated. That was a prime Sinbad. People, don't, you could forget how yeah. big Sinbad was. Sinbad was. They do. Huge people and a forget prime it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who don't get the credit, he might not be the best actor in the world, but the way he switched up on the movies, the versatility <laughs> of the actual <laughs> movie yeah. instead yeah. of the actual acting, he was diverse with the movies. He it was. was funny, it had heart, it had action. You know, if it's on, it's gonna be some unnecessary action yeah. in it, and you know, he's he, gonna punch somebody, he's gonna punch hey, somebody. I, I, the, another part of that that I like, and like, I see mm -hmm. it now. When I was a kid, I thought Arnold was just a crappy dad and he just never come to nothing. But you didn't know, like, your dad was, like, going out. He was doing all he can to get that one toy. But he also had everything else going on in his mind with work and uh, and being a husband and everything else Wait, that he forgot. Like, he that didn't have time. He did. He, he forgot the essence of being a family, you know? But, so, like, he didn't have time for his wife, time for his kids. So that's why he had to promise to get that toy because he didn't want to see the disappointment on his son's face. So it was put a little strain on his family. And then you had old guy next door, you yeah, know, trying to brush up all him. on his wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you know he finally made a pass, and she hit him with that. And I, so, so yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's one of my, that's my favorite Christmas. I hope none of my neighbors try to creep in on my wife like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, your neighbors is nothing but family, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I, if it's, if it's any other ones that we don't know, though, we gonna deal with them. Oh, we're gonna deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> And, and hey, I, what you doing over here? 
I can't move forward in this podcast without acknowledging the 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 great effort that you, Lindsay, and you, Kendall, did by dressing up. We got to get <laughs> They look like Mr. and Mrs. Claus. I that like, is like, dope. It's good. It's that good. is dope. I got to give y'all kudos. I mean, I thought I was doing something with my little Deadpool Santa. Shaw got his little hat on. But what you guys. I got a little sad uh, yeah. hat that I can't get to do hey. right. Like, let me just say this. I'm just glad Rashad decided to join us with the costumes. I mean. Yeah. After the oh, yeah. Because last time he said he didn't get the memo. Yeah. 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 That's because so. y'all didn't tell me last time. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> True story. This robe, she bought this robe, this Santa robe for me, our first Christmas. And I have rocked it every Christmas. Okay. Season. But yeah. I, I want I want a robe like Michael Scott had on the episode of The Office. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome. That a robe was swan. Classy that, Christmas. Yeah, it, the classy Christmas. Yeah. yeah. This hey, is what I want y'all. Y'all want to hit honorable mentions real quick before we move on? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Go ahead, give honorable mentions. My honorable mention is Polar Express. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, it's hard to leave the Grinch off, like, both Grinches, like the original Dr. Seuss Grinch and then the Jim Carrey Grinch, which is still Dr. Seuss Grinch, but the Jim Carrey Grinch when loathed entirely. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's one of my favorites, too, but my honorable mention if I gotta have like the honorable mention outside of the top five, it's gonna be Polar Express. Polar Express is just like, I think it came out when I was like 17 or something like that. And I remember it, you know, movies were rare that were all like CGI like that yeah. back then. So that was like one of the first of its kind back then. It looked then. real, yeah. It looked, it looked like it, it was kind of groundbreaking back then when it first came out. And I can't believe that we're old enough now that we can talk about how groundbreaking things were in our right. childhood. But I can't believe we've gotten mid thirties and like that. But Polar Express is, uh, is just the heartwarming Christmas story. It just is like from the score, you know, and everything that's going on in it, it's just a heartwarming Christmas movie. Tom Hanks, I mean, so yeah, that's an honorable mention for me. Well, my honorable mention would have to be um, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I love it. Um, Oogie Boogie. Like, I just love Jack. I mean, Jack wants to do something. He thinks he's doing a good thing. And then at the end of the day, he sees, you know, he's messing everything up. And I just love it. I think um, it's weird, obviously. A lot of people... I mean, I don't know if a lot of people even look at it as a Christmas movie, but I like it. And that's the only thing on mine. You know, that's my favorite uh, Halloween movie. Yeah, that see, I say Christmas. I like, and it can be either or. I it guess can be, it can be either or because it's Halloween, and you know. But um, me and Cambry like it, and really, it's just me and Cam that like it in the house. So when it's on, it's a me and her thing to do, and and I like it. So um, that would be my honorable mention. It's a childhood favorite of mine, but it makes me feel so weird. I have to watch it at a certain time of day. Because if I watch <laughs> it at night, it makes me feel weird all night. Like Tim Burton movies, like, you know, they just make you feel weird. The Nightmare Before Christmas, you got those movies that you grew up with that just make you feel weird. Like Sleepy Hollow, the cartoon that we grew up watching when we were kids in the 90s, yeah, how it yeah. just makes you feel weird. It's not a scary movie, 
but it just makes you feel eerie and weird. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. how Nightmare Before Christmas is to me. I love it, but I have to watch it at a certain part of the day because it makes me feel weird. What if we like yeah. that weird, eerie feeling? Then you a demon. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kendall? What's your, oh, yeah, you got Jingle Jangle. Yeah, yeah, Jingle, Jingle. yeah, yeah. All right, my honorable mention is uh, This Christmas. Uh, the cast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Idris Elba. Idris Elba, Loretta Devine, Chris Brown. Man, they had... That's a great Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah a, a great Christmas movie. Uh, sing a lot, a lot going on in that movie. Real that problem. Boy, Juicy got an original... Uh, uh, top five and honorable mention. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, real, real problems. Real. It's, it's a very heartwarming movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. All right. Um, what I want to get into now is the real meaning of Christmas. You know, um, Jesus Christ. You know, that's that's why we really celebrate celebrating Christmas. And I believe a lot of the times we get confused. We get in the way of what Christmas really means. So I want you guys to kind of touch on. You know what Christmas mean? What Jesus Christ means to you? You know, just the whole aura of Christmas. Well, my family. You know, I was raised in the church. Um, mom, grandma, brother, sister. My dad was a pastor, so I, I was raised in the church. You know, so we know that the you know we believe that the true meaning of Christmas is the birth of Christ. But I also understand how people deviate from that because you know that that probably wasn't really when Christ was born. Kendall, was it? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone knows. Like, we just assume yeah. no one really knows when Christ yeah. was born. Like, yeah, nobody nobody really knows. That's just when we celebrate it. But I, yeah. I, I grew up believing that that was the true meaning. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we live in America, so it's, you know, Gimme, 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 gimme. So it really turned into a money thing uh, and everything like that. And, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. But the truth is, that's the, you know, if you're a Christian and the Christian faith believes that, you know, the true meaning for Christmas is, you know, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I personally believe in Jesus Christ. I always have. And I always will. So that's the true meaning of Christmas to me. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, being in the Christmas plays around this time when you're a kid, like you can remember that feeling of, you know, getting to be the angel and the magic yep, the wise man. and the wise Christmas man. plays. Yeah, Christmas yeah. plays, baby, Christmas plays. And like me and my sister and my cousin Heath, when we were kids, and this is a true story, um, every year we would put on a play for our family, which is insane, but we did it every Christmas and they would humor us. They would, it was like the highlight of the adults. They would gather around and we would do, and we did like the birth of Jesus and we would act it out. And then we would do like a little dancing and stuff with Christmas music. And, but the, the real reason of Christmas for sure, for us, for our family is the birth of Jesus. And it does get lost, like you said, because you are trying to get that toy to make your kid happy and yeah. the running around and, oh my gosh, the hustle and bustle and everything, which is kind of neat because this year with Corona and everything, I think the whole year, it's kind of brought everyone back to that core family yeah. time, yeah. you know? Yeah. So hopefully you know we can kind of sit back and look and and i do want my kids to know the real meaning of christmas is the birth of jesus and that is why we celebrate christmas and 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 again i also respect 
what everybody else believes. Yeah, you know, for sure. I've, I've grown to respect what everybody believes in the religion that everyone, uh, or, or not, or no religion at all that that everyone has. It's just for me yeah. personally. The, the true meaning of Christmas is the birth of Jesus Christ. I grew up in the church. I grew up Christian faith, Christian faith based. So this is just what I personally believe. But right. I, you know, everybody else who believes anything else that they choose to believe is 100% A-OK with me as well. Me too. I agree yeah. with you, Rashad, 100%. Uh, I, I always loved the, my dad being a pastor. So for so many years, we grew, you know, it was church just about every day of the week, some, some weeks. Um, my favorite thing, and I, I haven't been to one. I don't know if I've been to one since he's passed away, but he always held a candlelight or, you know, a candlelight Christmas service um, where, you know, the ladies in the church put out Christmas lights inside the sanctuary. They had a tree decorated. We had, you know, one year, I think they hung up the star that the wise men followed and then he would just light some candles and he had it. And it was just so personable and intimate. And as a father now, I think one thing that gets lost is the sacrifice that God made to give us the greatest gift that we'll ever receive. And that was his son. And that was salvation through his son. But the sacrifice he made for his other children which is us, he gave up his only one yeah. that, you know, that he would be born into this world and that he would have to pay the ultimate sacrifice. And as a father, my kids hate, you know, some of my kids, my wife, I know they hate when I have to work so many hours at where I work at and yeah. you're gone and you're making a living for your family. And you do sacrifice so much to be able to make those holidays so special. And, I know my dad, like he took his job to an elite level being a pastor and he tried to be there for, for everybody. It didn't matter when you called him. It didn't matter who was going to the hospital. It didn't matter what time. It didn't matter what anything else was going on. He was always there for his people. And for a long time, that kind of was like, man, he puts other people in front of me, but he was so, but I, I grown to realize that was his sacrifice for his job. He had to make sacrifices and he had to say, Hey, look, I've got to go take care of these people because this is what God told me to do. And in turn, those people take care of us and God takes care of us. And, and it was so true. Like I've got everything just about in this life I've ever wanted. Yeah. And I can honestly say that I've gotten just everything that I've ever wanted. I, I've just about gotten this life. And it was because of the sacrifice that my father here on earth has made and our father in heaven's made that we've got just about, if we'll be real and honest with ourselves, we've gotten just about everything we need and ever wanted. That's dope. And, you know, that's, just. That is, that's good. It, that's good stuff. So that that's, you know, it, it, it's just family. It, it, it being, being with family. And that's, you that's, know, that's how it is just, for me. You know what I mean? Like it, it, It's family in Christ. Yeah, that's what it is for me, you know, um, as I get older, especially just being thankful for being here another year, because because you really don't know, give me just a second, baby, because you really don't know when it's your time, you know, you never know. So I'm thankful every year for the additional Christmas that I have being around family love and joy, just the actual joy 
of you know Christmas that it brings that warm feeling, you know, especially being around this Joker right here, you know, just that warm feeling that it brings, and and just plenty of love. So that's why I love Christmas because it gives a certain feeling, even despite everything that's going on this year. You know, we still getting back to the basics of family, love, and just being in tune with oneself. So I agree yeah. with, with everything y'all just said. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. To top it off, we're going to end it on this. I, usually, we do, you know, music to, you know, suggestions, movies, and things like that. We're going to switch it up. In in the heart, in the spirit of verses uh, presented <laughs> by Swiss Beats and Timberland, which we were sponsored by, <laughs> we're going to do a little Christmas verses. So, and each, each one of you can touch on it. I got four rounds of this. Okay. The first round that I have in verses is Holly Jolly Christmas. And y'all just pick, you know, whichever song y'all think better. Holly Jolly Christmas versus White Christmas. White Christmas. White Christmas. Over Holly Jolly Christmas? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going Holly Jolly Christmas. No, let me tell you something about White Christmas right now, okay? (laughs) When they laid that song down, I'm talking about the Drifters version of White Christmas that's in Home Alone, Okay. And you've got the guy coming in with the deep voice, and he's like, "I'm dreaming." That's what I'm talking. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Christmas. Okay, he's hitting it. Like everybody in the studio is looking like, "Oh yeah, this guy's got it." Like his deep voice <laughs> is carrying it. I want to tell you something. This little note comes in like this, and it goes, I, 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 "I'm dreaming." <laughs> him like i know you're not stepping and trying to steal my show right now but he <laughs> did it and i'm gonna tell you when he hit that that is slamming i'm talking oh, he was in his bag so so is that the, the white christmas we're talking about where the guy i'm dreaming yes. Yes. Christmas. okay well yeah i'm talking okay well i'm going with white christmas yeah now I'm it's going, a white Christmas. Holly Jolly Christmas. Have a Holly Jolly no, Christmas. No, it's nah, not over white Christmas. Christmas. See, I'm gonna go with Holly Jolly Christmas. No, Holly Jolly Christmas is hard. I sing, I sing White Christmas all Christmas long. I just, for whatever reason, it wasn't connecting with me what White Christmas we was talking about. Yeah. So, what about you, Kendall? Now, you I'm gonna tell you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Lindsay. No, I'm saying though, when he come in with that, hey, hey, I'm dreaming of a You know, they was in the back. They was on the other side of the glass, like, oh, snap. Oh, that was like, oh, it's a hit. It's a hit. No, that was it, baby. That was it. Drifter's version of White Christmas. That's it. That's that you too, Kendall? Yeah, yes, because of that very thing, you know. It's true. You got that deep, you know, and then they hit that, you know, I can't do it. But, and you, you can't know. do it without moving your shoulders, by the way. Yeah. No, every you time you've done it, your shoulders started moving. It does. Yeah, it, it's, hey, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I've performed this song so many times at work that my colleagues know when that song comes on, what's about to happen. Because yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. You got that deep. I'm dreaming of why. I love it. It's so good. Well, it, it's also in all of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, it is. That's because it's how good it is. Yeah. All right. Round two. I already know what y'all gonna pick for this one, but this is the only one that I could pit it up against. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas <laughs> versus 
Boys to men, let it snow. Okay. Mm. Oh. I mean, you can't deny That's more. Harsh. Okay. I mean, hard, but man. let it snow is a whole vibe on itself. I'm going to yeah, say. Let it snow. That's a good chill. Let it snow. Oh, it's a two different oh, vibes. You see, I mean, what do you like? Uh, all I want for Christmas is you. That's like the upbeat. And then you got, boy, they're bringing it back down. So they bringing ew. it back down. That's, that's, that's a hard round. I might, go with, let it snow. I might go with let it snow. Oh, really? I did yeah. not expect that. That is a vibe. You right? Yeah. Um, I, I, it's hard for me to go against all I want for Christmas. I think the best song is honestly, it's going to be All I Want for Christmas is You. Okay. That is the best song. But now for the vibe, it would be Let It Snow. Yeah. But yeah. I think, uh, mm. I, I like Boys to Men Let It Snow, man. Okay. Yeah. okay. I literally heard it. I've literally heard it three times, twice going to work and once coming home this week. And it's yeah. just, I mean, I, yeah, you hear Mariah Carey all the time, but God, the boys to men are so good too. Their vocals and stuff like that. That oh, right. them horm, that so, man, the the harmony. Oh man. The harmony is so good. I'm going to, I'm going to let it snow for me. I might yeah. have to think that with y'all. Huh? What do you think? I'm gonna go all I want for Christmas, but I, I love Let It Snow. But all I want when she when she come in, all I want for Christmas. Oh, she did it. You yeah, can't I did it. It's yeah. like yeah. that that intro. Oh, it's Mariah now. So you already know what time it is. Like yeah. you know what time it is. And I mean, I'm coming in here about that. Like <laughs> there hasn't been a whole lot of good Christmas songs done. Like all the good Christmas songs are older, you know. You write I mean? about like that. Re repeats. It's like they remake them. This artist will remake it. This artist will remake it. And that was one of the first like original new songs. It yeah. came out what ninety three or ninety four? Something some like that. Something like that. So yeah, I mean that was in a and it and it it's been in a bunch of movies, Christmas movies, and you can hear it on the radio and you have to sing out loud with it. It makes you feel good. So yeah, it's yeah. a good one. That's a hard one. Okay. This is round three. And we got one more round after that. Jingle Bell Rock. Hold on. Did I did I did I, did I use it already? No. 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 Okay. Jingle Bell Rock versus Silent Silent Night. Now you could pick any version of Silent Night you want to, but I wrote specifically the Temptations version of Silent. Oh yeah. Versus Jingle Bell Rock. So, uh, Silent Night. In my life. I've got to go with like, yeah, man, Silent Night, like, because Silent that was one of the, night. He's talking about the Temptations version. Oh, I, I know, but he said night. any version. Yeah. No, he said he specifically picked that version against this one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he said any version. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm still going with Jingle Bell Rock. Over Silent Night by the Temptations? Merry Christmas from the Temptations. That is hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to it. Jingle Bell Rock. But Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. It's a great I mean, song. I yeah, that's a great song. song. That's been an everything. Silent Night. I'm I have going to Silent go with the Temptations. I do. That's, like, that's, that's a, hard, Kendall. That's hard, bro. That's hard, hard right because, there. And here's my thing. That's not really my favorite version of Silent Night. My favorite version of oh, Silent okay. Night is when a traditional 
church choir sings it much like in those uh like candlelight Christmas Eve services we would have. Yeah. Like you would always have one female that could really sing well in the church, and then you would have like the congregation coming in behind her and stuff like that. I, it just that that to me, I you know, Merry that's the version I like. You know. Mary, I love it. I love right. it. I do too. You know, I, I love Bell Rock, man. I, I love some upbeat music. I, I'm a hyper. I'm a hyper active kid, so I gotta have upbeat music. Yeah, you need Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. All right. And the <laughs> last, the last one I got is Santa Claus is coming to town. Jackson Five versus Whitney His Whitney Houston. Do you hear what I hear? You hear what I hear all day? Uh, yeah. Whitney okay. Houston. Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-mm. When you hear little Mike hit that note, Santa Claus is coming I mean, to town. I love it. So you? No, I'm, I'm I'm going. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa no. Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah. Jackson Five. Yes, yeah. sir, baby. That's that's Whitney though. Like Whitney. Me and was, oh, that was Whitney. But Whitney the other is, day. you know. Me and Shaw was going Christmas shopping the other day, and I played I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And yeah. Shaw looked at me, he said, oh, yeah. man, she sounded like an angel. She <laughs> does. She, she like I, an angel. I, don't, I don't think anybody in the history of the world has ever sounded as good as Whitney Houston on anything. I, I, agree, with I, you. Agree, with you. I agree with you 100%. Let me tell you about Whitney Houston, okay? <laughs> Let me just tell you right now. If I had her voice, I would not stop singing. I you would wouldn't be see me. living in a musical. <laughs> we would. I would sing everything. Everything I sing, spoke, I, mean, I would sing. It would be a musical. There would be no said, talking. She would she be said they'll be living. Y'all would be living for you to sing. She would sing her <laughs> in order. I mean, I mean that's a given. Like if I sounded like that, do you hear what I hear? The, <laughs> the transitions is crazy. Yeah, no. How she just effortless leg with it. You know, like, well, hit, hit that one note. Rejoice when she does that. No, no. the key. <laughs> no. I can't do it, but I'm going to tell Stop you. Stop covering your phone camera. Your camera. There you go. If I could do it, I would. Whitney Houston all day has got that one for me. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. I would love to continue, but we've been on here for uh, quite some time. <laughs> hey, before we get off, what's everybody, what's that one gift you got? Santa brought you the favorite. Favorite gift you ever got. Ooh. Uh, when I was about, I was a big Mighty Ducks fan, D2 The Mighty Ducks, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, and I woke up and I went in the living room on Christmas morning, and my dad had a full, real, like, hockey net, hockey stick, and hockey puck. It's either that, or it's the original PlayStation, one of the two. Yeah. yeah. For me. Yeah, that's mine. I, most, I, I got two. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead, you go ahead. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, Juice. You good? Yeah, the most excited I, I was, I was in Druid Hill. I'll never forget it. And I woke up Christmas morning, and I had a Dell computer in there waiting on me. And on top of that, I had a, a Donkey Kong with the yellow tape. Mm. Yeah, That's yeah. why I love that. So, Because I wanted that game. Because I'm a big game freak. Y'all know. I wanted yeah. that game so bad. And my mom got it for yeah. me, and I never yeah. forget looking at that yellow tape and just yeah. falling out with yeah. that. Like that was the best man. That can't I can't I can't duplicate that. That's how I am about the hockey net. Oh, I went through that hockey phase because I was a big Mighty Ducks fan. I did too, man. So that I I yeah. walked in there, and it was a lot. I had a lot of gifts in the living room, but that hockey net at that point in my life, that hockey net 
hockey stick and that hockey puck meant at the absolute world to me. And it set off an entire era of my life in my childhood. Like I turned into a, a rollerblader and everything because of that. I think the skates were there too. So I had a hockey net, hockey stick, hockey puck, and rollerblades. And I thought I was Charlie Conway from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Mine, mine has to be like uh, when uh, like when the PlayStation, original PlayStation come out, like yeah. mom and dad, like I'd opened all the gifts. It was kind of like Christmas story. And dad's like, look, I, I know you wanted that PlayStation and I wanted the NCAA football 98. Yeah. And he's like, I know you wanted it, son. I, I would have loved to got it. But, you know, they've cut my hours back. At this time, he was like a pastor and working a secular job. He's like, they kind of cut my hours back. And we just, you know, we just, we wasn't able to do it. And I was like, you know, okay, that's cool. And, like, it's like at, at the end, man, he pulled that thing out. He's like, nah. He's like, a couple things broke my way. Here it is. And he had the game and the yeah. original place. That was just, I mean, magical. And then I'm going to tell you, like, as an adult, like, me and her, our anniversary is December 17th. So that was like a Christmas gift in its own. It's like 10 years ago, you know, getting to marry her. Yeah. But I will tell you, the oh. I mean, oh. I, you know, but, but last year, my youngest daughter bought me a toboggan that I was wanting that only, she was the only person in the world that knew I wanted this because I would look it up and be like, man, I really want it. And it was like a Dallas Cowboys toboggan. They had that at her Santa shop at school, and she threw down enough money to get it and gave it to me. And I, that was a gift that I was so surprised I didn't think I was going to get. That's and cool. she remembered and got it. I was that's, that was that's cool. So, yeah, it, that was just one of the coolest. It was so cool. It like it was like childhood all over. You can ask her. Like I was just blown away that she was able to get that. Yeah, as an adult, the best gift I got was the Xbox One. I fell completely. <laughs> when I got my Xbox when my ex-wife got it for me. Oh my God. That's about that's second behind that Donkey Kong yellow tape. When I see that <laughs> Xbox One, I fell out. I almost started crying. Yeah. Did I cry? They might got it on videotape. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna let that video play. <laughs> oh, you I thought you probably cried. My favorite gift that I got as a kid, I was in the first grade and I wanted a go-kart so bad. I wanted a go-kart so bad. But we didn't have a lot of money at all at that time. My mom and dad didn't. <laughs> And so that Christmas morning, I got up, and of course, you run to the tree, and which, of course, a go-kart would be under a tree, but as a kid, you know, you don't know. So you're looking, <laughs> and it's not there, obviously. And then Dad was like, come outside for a minute. And when I walked outside, he had that go-kart, and it was sitting in the front yard. And I mean, yeah. that was awesome. I love that thing. And I rode the wheels off of it. Let me tell you, I rode that go-kart. I mean, I yeah. pulled Whitney out of it a bunch. Like, she went, <laughs> I could dog she fly out so much that dad put one of those bungee straps on it so he, it was like a homemade seat belt because it was before seat belts were put in uh go-karts and so yeah. he was like oh, you know this was the 90s, so I sling her out. it was the 90s <laughs> yeah we were straight 90s it was 91 so there you yeah. go um but then and so as an adult i'm gonna tell you something let me just tell you something right now the other day this was this year the other day we i've been wanting and i'm an adult now and i've been wanting this makeup palette and uh, yeah. I, as, a, as a parent, like, I don't just buy stuff for myself. I just don't. And so I've been wanting this makeup palette for a while. And 
Cole checked the mailbox the other day and there was a package in there and I thought it was our Christmas cards. And so he opened it up and it was a makeup palette. I had no idea who sent it to me or anything. I was crying. I'm talking, I was so excited over this makeup. And it was one of my friends at work and she had mailed it to my house. She wasn't even going to tell me she did it. And so as an adult, like that was like, that is so thoughtless. I mean, you know, so selfless for someone to do something like that. So that yeah. just happened this year. And that was April Betts. So I'm going to give a shout out to April Betts. Uh, thank you so much, April. I mean, that was so sweet. And I was crying. It was it was a whole thing. So thank you, April Betts. As an adult, I, I didn't do my as an adult one. As an adult is probably <laughs> the gift I got last year. Uh, <laughs> you know, AirPods. Air, I got some AirPods last year. I, I swear I've listened to those things like every single day at work. They get me through the work hours when I just don't want to be at work. And I pop those air, my AirPods in and I just listen to them the whole time I'm there. And every time somebody, as soon as I put them in, I just get random people coming up to me talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, I know you just saw me put these AirPods in my ear. No, that is the most. I know you just saw me put these AirPods in my ear. I know I ain't supposed to have them on at work. I don't care. Get out of my face. <laughs> you could have said something to me all the time that I didn't have these AirPods in. Uh, but yeah, Rashad, that's the, huh? You, you talking about Christmas sitting in front of that tree where you're, you look like a little kid right now. I you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> Going off the pearly watch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, nice Christmas tree. Yeah, I yeah. put it up uh, last. No, the week before last. I didn't put nice. no ornaments on it. I didn't feel like it. <laughs> it looks good. It looks pretty. <laughs> looks like a, a bougie Christmas tree. Yeah. It's real bougie. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. All right, man. I really enjoyed this Christmas episode with y'all. This was funny, insightful. Um, this was great. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, anything y'all want to say to the people before we get out of here? Have a merry and blessed Christmas. You know, if you're able to spend it with your loved ones, spend it with your loved ones. You know, like I said in the beginning, you'll you'll never know who's gone next year. You know, merry Christmas. Thank there you, you go. Merry Christmas to you too. All right. Merry Christmas. Uh, merry Christmas. Be safe as you can uh, when you go around your family and everything. Uh, I guess just try to be as safe as you can. So, cause yeah. this thing still is no joke. So we still can't forget that it's out there. Just be as safe as you can. Same here. Uh, Merry Christmas and uh, peace, love and light from Nova Trifecta. We-